as we prepare to come to the Lord's table, we turn to John's first letter. John says, If we claim to be without sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, He, Jesus, He is faithful and just, and will forgive us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. If we claim we have not sinned, we make him out to be a liar, and his word is not in us. So let's talk about masks. We've been wearing them for more than a year. Now we're in a, in a transition time of unmasking. We go places and, and we don't have to wear a mask. We go other and we have to wear a mask. It used to be we got out of our car and got halfway there and then remembered we forgot our mask and went back to get it. Now we have it with us and we're not sure if we have to wear it. So we're sort of looking in to see if people are wearing a mask or not wearing a mask. They have been part of our life. Do you remember when it first started? You tried different ones to see which ones worked. Some of them were way up here and some of them fell down and some of them fogged your glasses. In the winter, you walked in, your face was masked, your eyes were masked, you couldn't see a thing. But I'd like to go a little deeper and not talk just about these masks, cloth or paper or whatever we're wearing, but to talk about the mask we had on before we put these on and the mask we will continue to wear after we no longer wear these. Because as humans, we always have worn masks. You know, to make it through life, to go out into the world, it's hard to go out sort of with your heart fully open. And you don't know who to trust and not to trust. And you have to protect yourself. So we all wear masks, whether we think about it or not. You know, if we are sad, we wear a mask that says to the world, we're happy don't we? Have you ever done that? Just to get through the day or to go to school or go to work or get through a family gathering? Or if we are heart and our, if we are hurt and our heart is broken, we put that mask on that says, I'm fine, I'm fine, everything's fine. Don't ask any questions. We wear masks as human beings all of the time. If we're uncertain about the future, we put on a mask of confidence. If we're anxious or depressed, we try to wear a mask that makes us look like everybody else, that there's nothing, nothing wrong with us, nothing to see here. We hardly can make it through any day without some kind of mask. It's, it's our nature. It's our humanity. See, you know, if I, I'm not going to, but if I would say to you, turn to someone around you and tell them something you have never told anyone else in the world, a lot of us would have something. Think about that. 
What does that mean that we have something we have never told anybody? It says there's something about our humanness that we are very individual first. We are very closed first and relational second. We're very, we're very protective, whether that's essential to our essence, whether it's learned in life. So we mask up, if you will. But John in his letter and us today as we get ready to come to the bread and the cup have got to think about that. Because John says, if we claim to be without sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. Think about that. What, what's John saying is not only do we wear masks to, uh, you know, fool other people, we can actually wear masks to fool ourselves, you know, to convince ourselves we're better or doing better than we are. If we claim to be without sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. So there's something about sin that is part of the essence of truth. That if we want the truth to be in us, then we have to sort of take the mask off and admit that we are a sinner. Admit that we make mistakes. Admit that we do wrong things. Admit that we hurt people, sometimes hurt the people we love. Admit not only that we do bad things, but sometimes we leave good undone. That we know what we should do, and it would be so good for us and somebody else, but we just, for some reason, can't follow through. But that's not our whole truth, is it? Not those of us that have gathered, not those of us who believe, not those of us who are Christians, that our whole truth is not just that we are sinners. You can't live that way, can you? No. The reason we're here, the reason we'll come to the table is part of the truth is we are sinners, but then the other is God. For John says, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just and will forgive us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness, everything that's not right about us. That's, that's the whole truth. That yes, we are sinners. Yes, we'll continue to sin. But also that we can confess our sins and be forgiven through Jesus Christ. That's, that's the whole truth. That's, that's sort of the dichotomy of being a Christian, that we're sinners forgiven by God. That's pretty much the basics, the essence, isn't it? And that's really what John is all about. If, if you ever wonder, what's, what's the basics? What do I really have to know? Read, read the three small letters of John, because that's all he's about, is really the essentials. The basic. And also John's not flowery language or, or a lot of theology. He's pretty clear, straightforward. He's talking to real people. He seems to be or had been a real person. 
So he says, if we claim to be without sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth's not in us. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just and will forgive us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. If we claim we have not sinned, well, then we make him out to be a liar and his word is not in us. That if we want his truth, if, he want, if we want his word to be in us, then we have to unmask ourselves wholly before Jesus, that we are a sinner and we have to confess our sins so that they might be forgiven. Not only that our sins would be forgiven, but that he would purify us from all unrighteousness, everything that isn't right about us. He would purify us from that. Every time we come to the table set like this, I remember back to September a year ago, our, our church had just reopened and, and World Communion was coming. And, and we thought we have, to, we have to serve communion. I mean, it's essential. It's, it's a basic part of who we are as the church, but how do we do it? We, we clearly can't pair, pull off pieces of bread and all dip them in the same cup. Lordy, do you remember we used to do that? Seems crazy now, doesn't it? Can't do that. So we thought, well, the bread and the cup need to be separate, but they need to be safe. And we started to live in a world where everything was packaged different and looked different. So we got these, these little cups from Sam's Club that usually before this had tartar sauce or ketchup in them. And Nancy Lamy, who bakes our bread, and, and her sister Helen or Nancy Lamy and Elaine Winkle would package the bread, seal each one of them for us. And then myself or myself and Pastor Ty would pour the juice in each one. And, and that's a great experience. First of all, you got to be careful to pour a little bit. But to think about that, the blood of Christ poured out for each one of us, one after the other, never ending, and then seal it up. Put it in the fridge to be ready for Sunday morning. And then we thought, well, what do we do then? Do we pass it out? Well, that's a lot of hands and everything. And then Pastor Tyne, I thought, you know, coming forward is a big part of this. You know, that the table is set because what God has done through Jesus Christ, it's here. But we make a choice to come forward to receive. So, so that, that walking up is essential. You know, we were trying to figure out what are the essentials of being church, of, of serving the Lord's table in the world today. Just like John was trying to figure out what are the basics, what are the essentials. And we thought this walking forward is Part of it, part of the basics or the essentials that we make the choice to come forward to ask for forgiveness, to take off the mask we wear before Jesus. And when we take it in this setting, you know, when you get the little cup and juice, you have to take off your mask to take it, don't you? Think about that. You can't receive 
forgiveness from God unless you take off your mask, unless you're willing to admit that you're a sinner and ask for forgiveness. So as we get ready to come to the table, let's just take a moment in silence and each unmask ourselves before Jesus to confess our sins, the wrong that we have done and the right that we have left undone. Let us confess our sins before Jesus and ask for forgiveness. Jesus, forgive our sins. Pour your Holy Spirit upon these gifts of bread and cup. Make them be for us the body and the blood of Christ in this time, in this moment. Pour your Holy Spirit upon each one of us gathered here so that we, through the bread and the cup, we, through the forgiveness of sins, might be made the body of Christ, the body of Christ, the church, at work and in ministry to all the world today, in this moment, in this time. Forgive our sins and purify us of all that isn't right within us. And most of all, love us in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen.